Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right, and we are. We're live. Bosh. Yeah, no... Um... No let them come today, unfortunately. My phone is on the windowsill, giving us reception via the uh, 5G or 4G, whatever you want to call it. Evening, chaps. How are we doing? Good evening. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Joe, I don't know how this is going to go. I said, right, boys, we're going to discuss the free game since we last played. And everyone was like, can't even remember that one. <laughs> but it's been a better two weeks, isn't it? It's been much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe got a mention in the post-match for... Uh, Getting it right. Right, let's put the old bins on. See if we can see a few things. Right, boys. All good. Things have improved. In the last three games, we have picked up a total of seven points. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Seven points. Pictures are looking promising. Um, And it's all started. We'll go back over the game shortly. But it's all started with, in my opinion, a change in formation. Now, this is saying, and I've said this in, the, in uh, the post-match, we was all crying out for this change of formation. All of us, all, a lot of the people watching, pretty much everyone, stopped playing five at the back. And eventually, we did go to four at the back. So, has it worked? I think that's the obvious answer. And um, why has it taken so long to change that formation of four at the back? Pete? Um, that's a good one, really. I think pressure... Pressure from the like someone said today that he's not on social media, so he doesn't really um, uh, sort of bow down to pressure from the media, things like that. But I think he does because he was getting a lot of stick um, about the way, especially I think the, the killer one was at home when we played five at the back. Yeah, that that's the one that done it for me. And I think they was playing was it Middlesbrough, I think it was, wasn't it? Three, they played three at the back. Or so, no, before middle of the Blackpool game, wasn't it? We played five at the back and they had three, they had like three strikers. And I think, as you know, when, when that game happened and we won, obviously, and it was muted, wasn't it? It was like no one gave a monkeys. And he, I think he played it again the next game. And it was like. Oh, you mean, no, you mean the, Black, the Blackpool win and then the, um, the Blackburn the defeat? The Blackburn defeat, yeah, yeah, okay. And then I think he changed it against Middlesbrough, didn't he? Did he go yeah. back to a flat four? Rotherham. Rotherham. He chased yeah. a back four against Rotherham. Rotherham, yeah, okay. Which we looked. But why do you think he's done it? That's that's the question. What? Why do you think after all this time he's trying to change it? 
we weren't getting nowhere. We wasn't getting nowhere with the system. It was a case of um, when we went one nil down, we went two nil down, and it was too late. You know, then he had to come out and change it from the five to the to the four and go all attack minded sort of thing. But um, I just think that you obviously look around and realise it weren't working. It just wasn't working. I think the players didn't sort of adapt to the system either. They didn't know what they was doing. And some of them players all played out of position as well. You know? Um, he doesn't mind doing that, right? Playing people out of position, does he? I think, I think when you, as well, when did when was it that um, George Long come into the equation? What game was that? Was it a Rotherham game or before Blackpool, that? Blackpool, he came in against Blackpool. In Blackpool. And obviously, I think that's what I don't know, say to do because with, with him as well, that means a good shot to stop like Bart, but his distribution, getting us more, moving up the field quicker and things like that, mm. uh, I think it's been a part of it as well. Um, the midfield, I think, we, we haven't got a set of midfield, so I don't think, um, I can't, I, just, I think he just changed it because it wasn't working and when we was getting hammered, we? we weren't playing good. So um, I think along the line, he knew something had to give. It was hard for him to go or he got to change the system. I think maybe down to you, Dan, as well, giving a bit of stick saying that he could change the system. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I think it's more than for more of all of us. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Why do you think he changed it? Why do you think it took him so long? Was it stubbornness? Yeah, um, maybe he thought that eventually somehow it was going to work. Um, because uh, even, even at times last season when we played five at the back, um, it seemed to work. We played all right. But Good for whatever point. reason, this this season it just um it just won't click in and we've had a lot of um different sort of partnerships or or trios in that um those centre back positions this season um likes of Cresswell's been in there it's not really worked out for him um but I think um he, he was forced to wouldn't he uh, it, it clearly wasn't working um I said two more games at that time if we lost them two he'd have to go so I think um he was sort of forced into making that change. And um, Seaman's back was against the wall. Um, he's changed it. And it, it's funny how, um, by having one less player at the back, we've actually suddenly looked uh, a bit more solid there with one less player. Uh, it looks like the last couple of games, um, having that partnership of uh, Cooper and Hutch back in there, mm. uh, they seem to be clicking again. Um so, yeah, see if it Ken, continues. Ken's lit, Ken, I left you to last for a reason. You're limbering up, ready for it. Why has it taken so long for him to wake up and smell the coffee, so to speak, and, and change the four at the back? Do you think it's fan pressure? Why didn't I you think he do it? Do you think he's stubbornness? I, I definitely think it's it's stubbornness, setting his own setting his own ways. Look, my granddad, he passed away now, but for the last sort of 15 years, every Saturday morning I sent him, I drove up to his house and dropped the paper off his door. Right, and that was a daily mail. If I turned around and said to him that I had, a, I had to give him the sum instead of the daily mail, he'd probably have a heart attack. The moment, right, and it's the same. It's the same sort of thing. Like when you're when you're used to doing something, I don't know, morning routine, whatever it is, you just get comfortable in it. And even if it it doesn't work, you still keep with it because you believe it's a trusted. It's a trusted thing. Um, but I do believe, I, if he's not on social media, he's definitely probably got family around him, sons, daughters, wives are on social media and, and looking at things maybe like this. Um, and you're going to buckle. You're going to buckle. I, mean, I, don't know how many, I don't know how many people on here have, have coached the football team or 
or done anything like that. But in the end, you know, when the parents start digging at you and digging at you and digging at you, in the end, sometimes just for an easy life, you, you do it. Mm. And I think that's what he's done. And he's, he's realised that actually it works. Mm. He's not on social media. Lucky bastard. It's all right for some. But anyway, Joe, um, <laughs> Joe made a good point. He said he went to five at the back um, last season. Because I said to my mate, exactly the same thing. Why is it taking him so long? And he said, well, let's not forget, you know, last season we did... We did have a lot of 1-0 wins. We did have a lot of this and that, didn't we? And good results, predominantly away from the den. At the den, we found things a bit tougher, but we seem to have rectified that now. Uh, let's go back to the Rotherham game, boys. Uh, who's ever been Rotherham? It's the first time I've ever been there. You've been there? That's what I, I went through a list the other day, uh, uh, yesterday, of all the teams in our league, and there's only three stadiums ain't done in this league, and that's one of them. Yeah. Rotherham, Middlesbrough and Blackpool. Of course, a fucking long way in Middlesbrough. Pete, you haven't been to Rotherham's new ground? I've been to their old no, one. I've not been to the old one either. It's like one of the few grounds I haven't done. That borough, oh, right. Sunderland. Uh, who's the other one, Charles? You, you haven't been Blackpool either. Blackpool, that's it. Blackpool. Yeah, you you ain't missing much there. You've been there, Ken, Rotherham? No, no, never been to Rotherham. No. It's, um, it's, it's funny. It's like It looks massive from a distance. It's like at the bottom of this big ditch. When you get down there, it's, really, it's quite nicely set out, quite compact. Looks lovely. The corners filled in, but it's like a little Lego stadium when you get in there. But uh, it was uh, not many Mill fans, 250, I think, 240, so that. Not a great following. And I understand to be so people were getting the pox of going to the away games and not seeing any results from it. Rotherham were a team, of course, with a new manager, literally appointed that day after their manager left to go to Derby, Paul Wong. Um, but they've been knocking teams over, I think. A lot of people were saying that was a bad side. I think we caught them at a fucking great moment for us. Do you know what I mean? You're nodding, Ken. Go on. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I got it's one of my arguments about the, the last three teams that we've played. I won't, I won't go into all three of them, but um, Rotherham were very up and down, um, very inconsistent, um, and completely managed this. Had no, no direction, um, and like you say, I think that we played. I think we played them at the right time in order to get a result. Mm. I know you're saying that um, you won't go into all three of them, but we can discuss it early. Okay. I mean, we all say it, and I've heard the Omara say a lot in their videos that, you know, Joe said, I think you've done a joint video, boys, after one of the recent games, you said, you, we can't keep saying, oh, we beat them, but they were shit. Maybe maybe this is just yeah, exactly. the standard. Yeah, that's what Mate, is this just the standard division? The <laughs> and is the division, <laughs> is the division predominantly weaker this year? Massively. I think Do you know so. what, though? For the, I think for the last three seasons, the championship's been very, very poor. Um, mm. I think during COVID, um, it was it was really poor. Um, and then, you know, coming out the other end, I, I haven't watched many teams, maybe Norwich, uh, Burnley as well. They're probably the only two teams that I've seen and gone, yeah, to know what, they're a decent outfit. Uh, mm. Not even Sheffield United. You know, and they're sat they're at the top of the table. Yeah, I think you've probably got to stand out two or three, Sheffield United, Burnley, Norwich, even to a point Watford, and we'll, we'll discuss that shortly. But, yeah, the Omaras, boys, what, what were you saying? What you were saying was right. Yeah, yeah. I, I said that off. Oh, sorry, go on. Go on, go on, Joe. Yeah, I, I come out with that after the Middlesbrough game. It seemed that um, any time we was winning, don't get me wrong, I have a grief of it uh, sometimes, but I think that's just the standard of football as a whole in the Championship this season. Uh, everyone seems to be beating each other, but um, I just thought, let, 
let's give the team a bit of credit. Every time we have won a game this season, everyone's just sort of jumped on, oh, yeah, like such negative thinking. Oh, yeah, that's because they were shit anyway. But it's like, yeah, there's only so many times we could say that. Like, come on. But obviously, we've done something ourselves to, to make it look that way. So, uh, that's mm. what we have to give them a bit more credit sometimes. That's a good point as well. That's another thing I was thinking is, well, it may not be the most exciting team in the world. And P, you can answer this one because you've, you've fucking been watching Mill longer than anyone of us. But we may not always be brilliant going forward, but we, are we one of them teams that disrupt other teams' patterns and make it difficult for them to play against? Because sometimes that can happen and you... You're not going to give your own team credit for that, you know, stopping the opposition playing, breaking stuff up in their faces. I think it's what you call the whole thing, what you call the Millwall way, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Nullify and and put in a, a a grafting performance. Do you know what I mean? And I think when you're looking back on them last games, the Blackpool, the Rotherham, uh, and even the game the other day, we've we've never pulled up many trees. We've never been spectacular or anything like that. And yeah, you, you can say that. That, that have not been great, but I think that with a championship this year, I think we're going to have three parts of it, not two halves. It'd be, there's going to be a bottom half, a middle, and that top six or seven. Do you know what I mean? Which I'm going to put mm. top six or seven. Um, I just think we, I can't, I can't sort of put my finger on it sometimes. Is that we 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 drag out these wins? <laughs> you know, I didn't expect us when we got to see that goal the other day to get the. To win, I thought, same on Millwall, we came back. But somehow, when we're not playing great, let's be honest, we're not playing at all good. But we're getting a result, aren't we? The last three or four games, we've been, we've been hanging in there and getting it without playing great. Um, yeah. And I'll just I think, think it's, it's all part and parcel of the squad as well, mm. trying to get to know each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The, the, the big thing is Uch obviously coming back, showing up the defence more, Yeah. Um, I think that George Long, all right, he, he's not the, you know, I think his distribution is brilliant. Um, and Fleming, mm, yeah, he's, he's starting to come into the game a little bit more. But we're dragging out the results. And listen, long might continue because I do believe this team is going to get better and better and better. But not for another few games yet. We're going to see the best. Because the biggest yeah. thing we'll know is confidence. Now they've got their wins, got their way win. The mm-hmm. team's going to get more confident. You know, like they, that bit when the fan they come up to the fans at the end of the Bristol City game. That's when you when that happens. That's when you need know the team's on a bit of a roll. And I think we're thinking yeah, results without being spectacular, but we are going to get better and better. I firmly believe that. Yeah, what was you going to say, Joe? Yeah, I think um, my dad said uh, we ain't really uh, we ain't really been great. But um, don't get me wrong, I think we. The last few performances, we have actually improved. I think the performance have been better. But again, I don't think they've been amazing. It feels like we've gone from a sort of 4 out of 10 to, let's say, a 7 out of 10. We haven't quite hit that 9, 10 in in any games yet. But I think there is still more to come. Um, I think the team is needed a bit of time to gel. Fleming's come into his own last couple of games. And um, yeah, just want to reiterate what uh, my dad said there. Uh, I think the team started to get to know each other a bit. Uh, Rowett's starting to find his strongest lineup because he's named the unchanged uh, starting eleven for last three games. Was it three, four games? So um, yeah, I think that's, it's that's just maybe. I don't want to talk too soon, but maybe just starting to, to click a little. 
Well, you think you're right, but you're saying as well, not just the formation change, but the actual consistency of Mitchell and Savile look like a decent partnership now. Yeah. And, and sticking with them, with them same players. And I agree with you, Joe. We've gone from sort of Rotherham, sort of a six out of ten or five out of ten, Middlesbrough uptick one. Ken, are you still thinking, what are you thinking on terms of the last three results and are the squad improving with every game? Do you think the same thing? Yeah, so look, I don't want to take anything away from the three three results, the Rotherham game, Middlesbrough and Bristol City, but I, I am I am going to put a slight negative on it um, and give my, re- give my reasons why. I know that's obviously unlikely, but... Um, <laughs> But I just want to, I just want to like go through it. I think that the the formation change um, is a great idea and was always going to make us more attacking and push further forward because now we have another player further up the pitch. However, the problem that we had still remains the same: that we are not very good at creating opportunities or scoring goals. And if you let me explain that, the goals that we've scored, um, the Rotherham goal. Oh, that was a, a, a bit of magic from, from Fleming. You can't take that away from him. Um, the Against Middlesbrough, I think it was, was it two set pieces? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they were two set pieces. Um, a ball not... Uh, one was Fleming's um, free kick, wasn't it? Free kick, wasn't it? So a little bit of luck there. Um, and the other one was a set piece. And then Bristol City, the goals against Bristol City were... Yeah, it was a similar free kick to the one that Fleming had against Middlesbrough. It's the wall, goes the other side. Murray Wallace, Billy Mitchell keeps it alive. Murray Wallace clips it in left foot. Bradshaw has two stabs at it. That's yeah. it. And then and then the second goal... Calamity keeper Brad... comes out. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Great composure so, from Fleming, yeah. though. Yeah, oh, definitely. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like we've... We've had a we've had a spot of luck here with the type of goals that we've scored, um, and I know that's part and parcel of, of you know being a football team. You, you, you need luck, unless you're Man City or someone like that. You need a bit of luck, but we always seem to get lucky at the right time. And in my opinion, if we're still not working on attacking in training, which I don't think we are, then in the end, this luck will run out. And mm. we could quite possibly still be in the same situation after a couple of games. Just quickly, Stephen Ball, thank you, mate, for your ongoing donation. Saying hello to the uh, the boys. Right, let's talk a little bit, maybe less about games, but more about individuals. Because I know Pete's alluded to George Long once already. And with the change of formation, has dropped Charlie Creswell completely out of it. I really like our back four at the minute. McNamara, Cooper, Hutchinson, Wallace. He does exactly what he says on the tin. Definitely Mill-type players. I think uh, Hutch is a million times better. Sorry, Coops is a million times better with Hutch alongside him. But let's start with the front three because obviously the change of formation has given us his front three. Bradshaw central, Volsam wide right, and um, Bury wide left. I know there'll be a big debate about it in the comments. Is that the right three to lead us, boys? No. I don't think so. No. But you boys are saying we've got the players. No. so who are the players that should be playing there, if not those well, three? Well, the jury's out on the... What's he called? He called him Volkswagen, doesn't he, the other guy? Volkswagen, <laughs> Cop Slammer. Yeah. He, calls him <laughs> he calls him all slammer. I call him Wall Slammer, right? Um, <laughs> and you, you, called, you called Tyler Bury, Tyler Fury. Tyson yeah. Fury! <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, Tyler, for example, right? You know, 
I think we, you you touched it on your your in the match briefly, <laughs> or, or when you think after the game you done. But he's he's so far to me, he's always just an impact player. I told I think yeah. the last time we talked about it before it was his cut clamour. Yeah, no, um, well, him as well, really. Oh, um, let's, let's, let's go around. Sorry, we should talk about Bury. Let's start this away saying on Bury in the comments as well. Well, Bury, I just think he's, he's like I say, he's an impact player. Mm. Um, he'll come on, he'll rip, he, he comes on with energy, like, and he, he's running at people. At the moment, to me, he's not a 90 minute player, yeah. you know. Not, I'd rather see <clears throat> um, uh, glass ankles on if he stays right. fit. I would have him, I'd have, I'd have him in the center. I'd have him in the center, definitely. I think you make him charts. Um, well, as a central striker, really, yeah, he can play there, yeah. But Do you I, know what? I'm not, I'm not a lover of Bradshaw yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I think he works his socks off, he works his socks off and all that. But to me, he's, he's just this long ball up to him. We're talking going off the thing there, but. Tyler, Tyler Beery, mate, not for, not one for me. Um, like I said, Glass Egg was in the in the centre, in the up front, in the middle. Then I'd have a phobie. I'm a big fan of a phobie. I know a lot of you saying, and and then maybe put Bradshaw out on the left, something like that, because he could. Mm. Well, you put a phobie out on the right. Then. Who? Where would you put a phobie then? If you said you'd I'm, have Bennett centre, then I put phobie out on the right and Bradshaw on the left. Okay. Yeah, he, he has done he has done stuff like that before. See, I'll, this is the thing with me, right? Tyler Bury is not a ninety minute player. I think it was no. Charlie actually in the comments on on uh, YouTube. He said, "Row, we was right about Row. Uh, we was right about four at the back, but sorry, uh, yeah, but Row was right about Bury because Row wasn't playing Bury, but then he has started to. And I think we've seen he's all right. He's only young." But I think what you've got on the opposite wing in, in Volsammer, and I'm a strong believer in it. You shouldn't play Bradshaw wide. You shouldn't play phobie wide. You shouldn't play Volsammer wide because they're all centre forwards. But but he does do it. The difference why I think you'll definitely see Volsammer start in front of Bury is he's a lot more industrious. He's, although he's a striker, he's quite defence minded. He tracks back. He's he's a typical German, isn't he? They're like machines, aren't they? They fucking they graft and get the job done. So Pete, you're saying Bury's not a starter for you. No. Ken, Joe, what are you thinking? Of, you know, with his front three and what's the right click? I, think, I don't um, think. Sorry, mate. Go on, Ken. <laughs> I, I think that I, I I might get some hate for this. I don't think Tyler Bury is a championship player. I think he's awful. Um, and I thought I thought like, against Bristol City, I thought he was a waste of a player. Um, he didn't make any check. The only thing he did in the game was at one point he decided to try and take his man on and he gained a, he gained a free kick. Other than that, I didn't see him do anything. And actually, when, when I start getting the ump about players, I watch them more. And he would just sit back, sit back, sit back, sit back. He would never make a challenge. Um, and, then they, and then they'd play. So that could be under instruction. I don't know. But I'd much rather, and I know people might, hate me for this but I forget Mason Bennett forget Tyler Bury I'd put Scott Malone there and and the reason why I say that is because Scott Malone can't defend to save his life but usually the way Rowett plays it is he makes them play extremely wide right and the person that's created the most opportunities in a Millwall shirt this season is Scott Malone so uh, he's he's got the most assists and uh, opportunities created. So if we're going to be playing someone on the left-hand side, then why not play 
the player that's left-footed and created the most opportunities in our team. Hmm. Not bad crosser either, is he? No, he's not. Yeah. You know, he's not the greatest player in the world, and I know he's frustrating um, to to watch sometimes. But that's usually because we get frustrated with his defending. However, going forward, let me tell you something as well. There was a chance for Tyler Bury against Rotherham, right, where he's absolutely shanked it, right? I don't know how he's missed that. I'm telling you now, Scott Malone is absolutely rifling that in. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I said a long time ago, Mark, you know, play, play him higher, didn't I? And you're right, we need... We need so you've got, you've got Volsam a wide right. So although I think he works really hard at wide right, I don't think he's a winger and... I want, if you're going to play anywhere, you've got to play a striker as a striker, but you might as well write off at any point you're going to get service in for, for the centre-forward yep. from, from the right wing because he's, he's not a winger. Mm. We can't yeah. cross the ball for a start, can he? He can't cross the ball. You know what I mean? We, we, we haven't got a deep there, We right? haven't really got um, many other options, though, wide right at the minute, if you think about it. People in the, uh, in the comments are saying um, Honeyman. That's what I'd be tempted to, to do is play Honeyman wide. Yeah, right. maybe, but I think naturally he's more of a central midfielder, isn't he? We haven't really got an out and out right winger as such. No. Mm. I would so like maybe, I would like to see don't get me wrong, we haven't got much options there at the minute. So maybe Vogel Sam is the only sort of best option there at the minute. But I would like to <laughs> see in some way or another Vogel Sam being played as a centre forward. Yeah, I agree. Mm, but and not, I think you'd start. I think you'd see the best of him then, and he'd start scoring some goals. Yeah. But that was sacrificed my mate Tom Bradshaw. Yeah, mm. forget right. forget that. I don't think he's got that. <laughs> yeah. he's, mate, I, I don't wait. think he's. I think he, he, listen. He, he give him against Rotherham. He missed two chances. I don't think that was as bad as everyone thought. But he gets in the positions. Yeah. He does get. He does get in the positions. He done it again. Um, oh, he missed that one against Middlesbrough. It was a great save for the keep. He should have scored it. But um. He, he gets in a position eventually. You know, that's what you want to worry about is if you, if your striker's not getting in the positions. He's getting the positions. I still think, you know, I know we've gone four at the back, but I still think that it's, you know, further up, I don't like the three. I'd, I'd be tempted to even go one more deep in midfield or one more in midfield, in the midfield three, and go two strikers up front. I think... Yeah, I'd like to see a Phoebe and Bradshaw back together again, to be honest. Well, it's like I always say, 24 goals between them last season. Why is he... Mm. Why are we, why is he and not they seem to really click and work well together. So maybe they'll get the chances and the services last year. They're not getting that this year, are they? Yeah, true. Bradshaw's not getting. And that's sort of fair dope to him. He does work hard, like I say, but he doesn't get a load, a load of chance. I know he had two or three yeah, on Saturday. Generally, if you if you cross the ball, get it the ball into him, he will knock the ball in the net. Generally. You know, it's the same about Phoebe, though, as well. Yeah, I feel sorry because we're, we're, nah. we're not creating. <laughs> Phoebe's finisher. I have to say, you give a Phoebe a chance rather than the penalty. Did he, fin- did he finish I'm that penalty? Just one, <laughs> no. Other than the penalty. You knew That's he was missing penalty. that all day long when he stepped yeah. up. That's a yeah. terrible penalty. He um, yeah. he seems to saw the, the more difficult ones of Phoebe, I think. Yeah, yeah. Once he's got less time to think about and sort of instinct ones. He scored a really good goal earlier on in the season, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, against Black was it the one against Blackpool, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah really no, I think cool. that's I think I think it's all about I've said this a million times about a phobia. I think a phobia is all about a phobia. Um I don't think he's necessarily bothered where he plays as long as he gets a pound note, that's my opinion. Um and I, he, it's, it's been quite obvious. 
listen, he's, he's not being selected for the team. Bradshaw's been selected over him. And Bradshaw had no game time, no minutes, um, no form to go by. And he's kept Bradshaw in. Do you know what I mean? So that must be his thought process on a phobia must be quite low at the moment. I was, well, I was just thinking while he's all saying Volsama, a phobia, this one, that one. He's got a lot. He's got he's got one centre forward place up for grabs, and a lot of people to try and <laughs> keep yeah. happy now, isn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah, I, yeah. yeah. He definitely, definitely a phobia, yeah. is. A dead, I think. You think he's done? Oh, you know, do you know what? A phobia last season, it, by his own admissions, he didn't really get going until that Crystal Palace game we scored. And then after that, he was off and running, wasn't he? But um, he definitely hasn't hit, hit the ground running again this season, that's for sure. Let's, let's take it back, right? So I want to talk about the change of formation. I want to talk more in depth about players as well, because the change of formation has seen this guy end up in the wilderness. What, what do you make of, of Charlie Creswell, honestly, and the signing of him and the effect he's had on not just the formation, but the players who are now no longer at the club that may well have been, I'm talking about Alex Mitchell and, I don't even know where Hayden Muller is. He's not even been playing for the 21s. He must be injured. Charlie, Charlie Creswell. He's all singing from the rooftops. Ch Champagne Charlie. That was me when he... Um, <laughs> Did we do a wrong one signing Creswell, Pete, do you think? Um, well, at the time, everyone was like banging on how good he was, weren't they? You know, uh, Leeds fans, I know a few Leeds fans, saying, oh, you got a great signing, blah, blah, blah. When was in um, York and he banged in in first two goals, you thought, oh, my God, what have we got here? What have we got here? Do you know what I mean? And um, had a great start, first couple of games. And then he just, I don't know if he, he got overawed by it. He was making silly mistakes. Um, I think the pressure's really got to him, really. Um, and, you know, I think he's only out here till, I think, January. I think they can call him back. Yeah, I did see saying in the press saying that they've got an option to call him back and we get yeah. fired if we don't play him enough. Yeah, he's, he's quite... He, he just hasn't reached his potential. I think he's, he's nervous and I think the other... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colours, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Trainers were nervous around him, you know. Yeah. Um, as you can see, the difference when Hutchinson come, come back in, just more organized, you know what I mean? Um, well, I, I reckon he might get another chance. An injury yeah. might happen, and he might get another chance. Because uh, if there ain't an injury, he won't be getting back in that team again. Well, he's not even been in the squad, has he, Joe? No, not even been no. in it. So there must be. I don't know if there's uh, that's being frowned upon up there in wherever it is up up gloomy North Yorkshire. Isn't it? I think, I think they've, they've overrated him. Basically, I think he's. he's it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, an option is stick him up front. He he likes a goal, doesn't he? Put him centre forward. He yeah. might start yeah. scoring more. You know, you know what? what? I'll, I'll just see I feel I feel sorry for Cresswell, to be honest with you. I think that I think that this whole the whole loan deal was was operated the wrong way. So I feel like Cresswell was a great loan signing for us, but he should never have been that defender that was coming in to be part of that our back four. He mm. was a he was a player that was going to come in, maybe get a bit of experience. Um, and like Pete said, you know, if one of them's injured or someone's suspended, then we've got a, a, a solid enough replacement until they come mm. back. But mm. the problem is he played his first game or whatever it was, and he scored two goals. Because I know that he wasn't actually going to be in that starting team. Yeah, and, and there was an injury, weren't they, late on? But Charlie says, I think we see a different Creswell in this formation. He had too much defending to do before. And Tommy says, Creswell is a luxury loan sign and we need reliability, if I can say it. So here's a question, boys. It just popped into my head while we're sitting here chatting. We all said, oh, we had a fucking great transfer window. Oh, fucking, I'm gonna, I've got one here for you. Right, we had a great transfer window. We got the players. How many of those players actually started Saturday? Uh, Truman's a goalkeeper, no. A phobie, no. Creswell, no. Shackleton, no. Styles, no. Honeyman, no. Mm. Jesus, yeah, I didn't even realise that. Well, I didn't realise until we started talking Honey, about who started and when. Fleming and Slammer, innit? It's just a two. Fleming and Volk, somebody. Right? Only two out of eight signings that started. Mm. So does everyone the still think about that? effect. Eight? The g effect. I would argue the other way. At least it's we, we've got a lot of strength in depth there. Which yeah, yeah. Have there, there's still options. We've got a very strong bench. Very strong bench. I agree, Joe. Yeah. Whereas if, well, if, if maybe if maybe some signings. of them if maybe some of them signings like more of them were starting every game, you'd then look at the bench and go, "All right, what what are we going to do here? Who are we going to bring on to change the game?" Mm. So well, I'd still cool. argue that whether they're in the starting lineup, it, it, we're we're a lot better. We've got a lot more strength in depth than we did last season. I hundred percent. When you just look at it, like I say, the bench Saturday, that was uh, yeah. that was a really, really strong, really strong, you know. Yeah, but it's a load of new signings. That's why Darren Cuddy, thanks for your donation, mate. Super Chats are open. You can donate to the channel via the comment section if you so wish. If you don't, not a drama. 
Please subscribe. We're about 12 away from 18,800, I think. Something like that. Ballard was a million times better, Joe. He was a million times better. Um, so, yeah, that's mad. I just thought of that. No styles. And he was getting called the fucking... The, was he getting called the fucking Barnsley Barese or something? Oh, right. The Barry Baggio. <laughs> well, we're on the subject of names. There's only one. The main man. Let's talk about him and how much he's improved. And is there still more to come? I fucking love that celebration as well. That's old yeah. school. Remember like the Shearer celebration or certain players that go Ken's doing it. Certain players have certain celebrations. Yeah. How good how good can this man be? And how much has he improved in a very short space of time? Five goals in the last five games, boys. I think I think he is absolutely nowhere near his best. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Absolutely Agreed. nowhere near his best. He I, I think I I think I said at the beginning of the season, like, you need to give this kid a season. He may do well, but, like, we need to keep hold of him. Because he, I'm telling you now, you know, every now and then, there's a, there's a diamond in the, in the dirt, or whatever they call it. That is him. And whether, we, we're never going to be able to keep him unless we go up over the next couple of years, no. in my opinion. But he could make us an absolute fortune, this kid. Um, and that would definitely help us reinvest into our squad for seasons to come. He's, yeah, sorry, he's still got levels to go, I think. Oh, uh, Joe, I, I, yeah, when you watch him play, I think what you just when you put a number, I think he's on number five at the moment, five out of ten. That's what he's, I was he's got, I was gonna say that, right? Um, there is he's, I'm not that sort, I think he's. he's he doesn't really influence the game that much. But the, the thing he does, what he does do, is like, you know, unlike a, a defender uh, midfielder before, he gets into the box. Yeah? He goes into the mm. box. And like that goal we got, you know, the other day, you want to get uh, Sean Williams in the, in the box or any one of them, would you? He was in the box, ready to take that opportunity. You know what I mean? Which um, which is a massive, massive plus. Um, Obviously, we was, was behind a goal for that. And it was such a... It looks really easy, and I suppose it was, but just the quick train of thought and just the composure, not to panic and thrash yeah, it. It's, it's, it's he actually took it really well. well. It's to be in that position. Do you know what I mean? Some of our defenders will be on the halfway line. Do you know what I mean? He was in the box. That's not the first time he's been in the box. He's <coughs> finally, finally a proper 10. He's a proper 10. Yeah. Mm. You know, and, uh, yeah, and I would say, like I say, there's going to be a lot, lot more to come from that fella. He's got well, a, he's do you know? Got a, he's right a bit more, um, and, and I think sometimes he's passing. He's got to pick them. them get them do you know past. what he's trying? He tries a Hollywood ball every time, but yeah, I don't mind that because like, no, always used to say like Jed was the only one who used to try and unlock doors. He tries to unlock doors. He tries to score from fifty yards all the time. If he hits yeah. one over the bar, it's one at the corner flag, which he was doing early on. Hmm. He doesn't care. Um, he's, he's a, a slower. Slow. He's a slower, more composed Jed Wallace. Hmm. Oh, you know, yeah, what I put him, you know what I put him in the mode of the, um, Ken I put him in the mode and this is a player uh, I have a Teddy Sheringham not fast but a great football brain yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he has got a great football one yeah he's got the eye for the pass he's got the eye for goal right he's not fast but like you say he even starts it looks like a young Teddy Sheringham as well doesn't he you know what I, mean? <laughs> I do put him into the early early Teddy Sheringham mode of the player Definitely clever. Do, do, you know what I, 
Do you know what I'd say about him? I'm going to try and make a negative sound a bit like a positive, but it's going back to That's the whole thing. He's still got, it's, it's going back to the whole thing where he's still got levels to go. I don't think he's actually been like amazing as such yet. I think he's played no. that sort of six, maybe it's seven out of ten a push, but he's he's still got he scored five in five, and I, I wouldn't say like out of any game. Oh, he's been amazing! Like ten no, out of ten. I agree. Performance. I think he's been getting a great I mean? game so Saturday. But he's, he's got that moment of magic. He's still got that way to go. You know, with players like him though, you don't need him to play ten out of ten. You just need yeah. him to. You just need him to have moments. Do you know what I mean? So you know when the ball comes to him, you know that something's going to happen, and if it doesn't happen, you know that he tried his best, and that's that's yeah. usually all we ask for, you know. Mm. In, but I've not really seen him as such at what I thought he'd come in and do. Sort of pick the ball up in that 10 position, run at the defence, take a couple of players on, find a bit of space. I haven't really seen him do that much. I haven't really seen him impact a game that much yeah. in that sort of sense. I don't think that's his bad, so, though, Joe. No, do you know what? Your dad's right what he says, because I unfortunately I'm the only other one here probably old enough <laughs> to remember sharing him. And he I remember he had long obviously at the long barney show, he had it cut short and I remember him getting dogs abused for, for a little while. Went off the boil, and people were saying he's lazy. He wasn't lazy. He's just a, just a clever footballer. He knows where he needs to be. On you know the runs, not to waste his energy making. Isn't it, Pete? Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's just got that football brain about him. Like you say, ain't fast, but can pick out a pass. Can get in the right position, like he, he proved to be in the last few games. Um, not got not got a bad shot on him either, has he? Really? Do you know what no. I mean? So. Um, yeah, like Joe said, I don't think he's been over impressing me, but I, I, I've always and my boys always back me up. I've got an eye for a player, you know. I've always been good at that, and I could see the potential. You said it. that about Rob Hulse when we signed him. Remember Mings as a young, the Hibbert Green Highland. And Ted, I was the only one who never booed Teddy Sheringham when he was a kid because I knew it was going to get better. Yeah, the Hiver, the Hiver Green Harland. Um, <laughs> Joe Turner says, I think we could lose him. We'll get on to that in a minute. Zion the Lion says, Andreas Strand. Charlie says, I'm going to stop putting these posters of him on my wall. <laughs> Charlie's, Charlie's married with two children, so that's why that's extra funny for me. Get him on a 25-year contract. Reckon he'll be worth 10 million plus, says the Mill Tube. Good evening, mate. You're flying at the minute, by the way. If you haven't already, check out his channel for me, please. Thank you. It's about 1,500 subs now, mate. Doing really well. Well done. Keep you up. So, which is the problem? This is the catch-22 now with with the Burmo B, is that if he fucking keeps doing really, really well, you know, could we potentially lose him? How long should we get him tied up for? Um, If the way he's going, mate, <laughs> the way he's going, if he keeps banging in a goal... He needs to improve, improve his performances, obviously, but there's nothing to say that someone wouldn't come into him in January and offer us 10 million and he's gone. Oh, don't fucking say that. It's going to happen. If he carries on the way he is, it will happen. Let's hope it doesn't yeah. happen that soon. But I did notice at the weekend, <laughs> I think, I don't know what it was. It wasn't the EFL, but I was watching it on Sunday. The telly was on and it done like a little piece on, oh, Millwall Zion Fleming really is flying now. And I thought, well, hang on. I don't make a fucking yeah. thing out of doing things about us today on any any channel. No, the two not. reporters have done a little we, thing we, on him. We don't want to try and 
don't want to shine too much light on it, do we? <laughs> no, but it's funny you say that. I, I, was, I was up in um, Romford Market Day talking about, and I uh, mean, Milk stick with no gigs at all. Who's that Dutch player you got playing for you? Right? So it, the people are standing up and taking notice of him. Do you know what I mean? And it's like the word is spread. Yeah, even, even I've got a couple of West Ham fans in my work, and they're going, so, oh, that Fleming scored again, didn't he? So pe people are seeing and taking yeah. notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, but um, it's it's not a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? It's what you it's what you want. You want these players to do well, but at the same time, when they do do well, you're like fucking hell. We could lose him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Get we don't want him a ten out of ten yet. Keep him about no, he, seven he or an eight. Yet, no. <laughs> He's not, like, Keep Kenneth, him a seven. I'd say a full. Like, I'd say half a season. I reckon maybe maybe after Christmas he could start. Maybe it could be a season when you see the really best out of him, but um, let me see the potential in him. And maybe after Christmas, he'll start even getting better and better. Going to the other end of the pitch, Pete mentioned it earlier on, the goalkeeper. Where do we stand on Barton not getting in? Um, and George Long between the sticks, Ken? Because I remember a long time ago, you said something like, um, you liked Long, you went, I'm going to throw, I think it might have been the first game of the season or last season. Yeah, so I, I'm all. I listen. I love Bart. I think Bart's been fantastic for us. Um, but I, I mean, I, I looked at him last year, and although he, you know, again, he done so well, I just, he just looks old. He acts old, and yeah, he's a fantastic shot stopper. But and I, as an yeah. overall goalkeeper, when you look at some of the goals that we conceive, a, a young athletic goalkeeper. I'll give you a perfect example. The Bristol City game, George Long saved um, saved the shot. It was basically went behind him and he, he managed to sort of like die a full stretch, get his hand on it. I don't think Bart would save that. You know, I just, I just, I don't think him getting down low and fast and into the corners is not Bart's game. And I just, I just think there is time for a, a fresher, newer face bit more athleticism, better distribution. Um, to come yeah, I think, I think all round, I think it's fair to say he's probably all round maybe potentially a better keeper. I mean, like you say, Bart's 34 now. Hmm. Um, and people are saying, you know, he can't kick here. Some people are saying Bart's better. But I think the whole package now with Long, and I didn't, I really like the look of him. And then when I'm here and he's really good in training, but when he come in, I was a little bit suspect on a couple of things. Bart's <laughs> got jelly legs. Um but I think as a whole now, I think, you know, with Bart being 34, I think Rowick's looking to the future. But, Joe, do you think it's a bit of a strange time for him to do that? He sort of, if he had to put Long in at the start of the season, no one really, I don't think, you know, it's the natural progression. We saw it with David Ford when he was coming to the end. Mm. With um, with Bart, he's sort of done it after a, a few results, a few bad results. And that's why I think it's drawn more attention to it than it maybe would have done. Yeah, it has drawn a lot of his attention to itself, just of the um, the, the way it's sort of uh, been done. Because um, what was it? it was the Blackpool game, wasn't it, where he first come in, started, and um, when you see that, like no one was expecting it at all. And I think it was sort of fairly harsh on Bart. Like I didn't see any reason for him to be dropped. In all honesty, I don't think he'd had a bad performance. Um, but as Kelly said, he's a great shot stopper. But it seems if oh, it's trying something different, George Long's got a lot better distribution. He looks comfortable with the ball at his feet, trying to play it out the back. 
So I think it's, it's that he's looked at a different way to sort of play it by bringing him in with that distribution, playing it out from the back. Um, and I can't really say too many bad things about him at the minute. So it, I think it's going to be um, hard for Bart to sort of get back in, in the honesty, even though at the same time it was fairly arsing going out of the team in the first place. Mm. That George Long, right? He can land that ball on a sixpence. That's how good he is. Mm. Every, how many times has he, he hit the ball and nine out of ten times it'll be right for Bradshaw's head. Unfortunately, Bradshaw can't win the headers, yeah? But if we had a decent striker up there that when he landed that ball forward and a, a striker that could win the ball and knock the ball down, yeah, it, that's where he comes into it. He's comfortable on the ball. Like I say, the way he whacks the ball and Picks out players. I think he's, you know, he's second to none. I think he really, really looks comfortable. Bart normally whacks out, doesn't he? To the corners and out and things like that. Um, yes, great shot stopper. But uh, as Kenny said, a bit more athleticism in him as well. Um, yeah, I like I like George Long. I, I think he's, I think he's brilliant. And um, his distribution, like I said, if he had a proper striker up there, like I mean, it's last minute of a game. It, Pig on thing he said, what he um Matt Smith said all the time without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, look, someone just said Matt Smith would love the long distribution. Yeah. Good Matt Smith. Close yeah. to me, yeah. <laughs> Good old Matteo, still still knocking him in for uh, where did he go? Salford, wasn't it? Salford, yes. Yeah, I mean, I suppose in this new age football, it's the way it's going, isn't it? But the goalkeepers have got to be able to play. But um, yeah, it's surprising me how much we're using. I mean, I literally, like like Ken said and like Joe just said in the, in the comments, it would literally be like, imagine you had Matt Smith now and, and Long, because yeah. he, they're not like kicks upfield. They're actually like pinpoint <laughs> like crosses, <laughs> isn't they? You know what, Ken? Oh, oh, Dad, I reckon should make him take the corners and all the set pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, is that good at like finding a player? Especially if you take it in the Millwall. In Millwall, let him take the free kicks, even. Charlie just said it makes me chuckle seeing Long One on his shirt. I didn't even realise that until... Uh... <laughs> 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 Fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, right, so what we, I mean, we, you've gone a little bit around about the houses, about players. Do you boys yeah. want to say, you know, <laughs> any players that have stood oh, out for you in the last three games? Yeah, Billy oh, Mitchell and Yeah, Billy Mitchell, right. Um yeah, I've, I've been a quick. I'm not been um, like a lot of people. We passed it the ball sideways, sidewards, and a bit Ray Wilkin esque or whatever. But the last few games, he's been immense. I think just. Uh, I think it was the. Um, it was the, the second half of the Rotherham game. He really pushed. He on. covered every blade of grass, right? Mm. Covered every blade, and he's always looking to get the ball. Forward thinking. He's. he's so it's like Robert must have said. You know what? Let you go, go attack minded more. So he runs with the ball more. Well, maybe Billy Mitchell off. said, Fuck this, I'm not doing this no more. No, but, it's, yeah, but it's, it's stood out for me. The last, he's a standout player for the last three games for me. Yeah, I think it's like, it's like, I think Savile, I think Savile compliments him well. And Savile's got better again. I'd agree they've mm. probably been the standout. What about you, Ken? Who's been the standout? player or players for you the last three games? Yeah, I, I, I agree with the Omaras. I think that uh, Billy Mitchell and Savile, um, I, I've been cr screaming out for Savile to play matches um, all season. 
Um, but Billy Mitchell's definitely 100% the, the most improved player in that team. Because I had to disagree with saying that you said, Danny, in one of your videos, that Billy Mitchell's always done it, but now everyone's mm. starting to see it. I disagree, because what he does now, I've never seen him do. Um, yeah, agreed. agreed. He, I'll tell you one thing he does a lot now, which I've never seen him do. He is asking for that ball. That's he's, right. He's, yeah. no, no, he's, he's always asked for the ball. He yeah, may so, not be forward as much, but he's always demanding the ball. I've, 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 def, I've definitely stand by that. Maybe he's a bit more, he has his levels have raised a bit and he gets forward a bit more. But to be yeah, no, the only criticism I have of him Saturday is he had a chance to shoot and didn't. Um, I, I think but visually, if he gets one, the rest will start flowing, you know? Visually, as a supporter, what I'm saying, I, I haven't ever seen that from him. Um, and I love his erraticness. He's, he's, a, like, he's like a terrier. But you know what? He's, the difference between... We always used to compare the Ben Thompson, Billy Mitchell type of thing. And, and I can definitely see the comparison. But Billy Mitchell is a far better footballer with a far better footballing mind than, the, you know, the likes of Ben Thompson. Um, mm. and, and I think he's critical to our team, massively. Um, mm. And, and I've, I've always said this. I remember speaking to um, Billy's old man. I turned around and said, when I, when I weren't too happy with him, I said, I see Billy Mitchell as being a future captain for Millwall. Um, but he has to do this, this, this and this, in my opinion. And I think he's doing it all now. He's doing it all. Mm. Yeah. If I saw Billy Mitchell not in the in the team, I'd be fuming. Mm. Mark, 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 Brewster, thank you, mate, for your kind donation. That's a led me on to saying I was going to ask you all because again, as we're all sitting here, and I said earlier about the new signings, six of them didn't start. I think now is the first time ever under Rowett where Rowett and the fans we could all sit in there and be in agreement. We could all pretty much pick eight of our start eleven. I think everyone will pick the same eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not Bart, maybe not Bart, but I think everyone's picking that back <laughs> four and everyone's picking Billy Mitchell and Saffle with Staff. Fleming in front of them. Do you yeah. think that, boys? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that. I definitely think that's the case. Danny Mac back in as well, looking good, looking strong, which he's put out um, the other league, league's low knee. Yeah, Shack don't hold out on that because Leonard will be back soon. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, how did we get 50 minutes into this podcast about you? Uh, Mentioning um, <laughs> your mate Billy Briley. <laughs> oh dear! And now look, this is how quickly it turns. I know, not Joe personally, but it, you know, Billy Mitchell was like, "Get him out! He's only playing because of this and that." And now he's like, "We could end up losing him." Yeah, another player. But it's good to have these young players. A young team here is in the Savoy side, but we've got quite a young side still, haven't we? Danny Mac Long's not young, uh, not old for a goalkeeper. Sorry. Um, and then you've got Mitchell, Fleming, and what about Styles, boys? Like, I, I thought he looked great. Do you know what? He dropped out. You see, the thing with Styles is, um, I thought about earlier when we was talking about that front three. Uh, in all fairness, I agree with Kenny um, about. I know I'm going back saying about playing Malone higher up. I said that so many. I'm not just saying it, but I said that so many times last season, and said to give him a go this season, but. I was also thinking Styles could be another one that could play there because I'll never forget his debut for us. He was brilliant and he started at left back and he took players on for fun and he would be he was beating players in that position, getting right down the byline. And I thought, hold on, may, maybe give Styles could fit there in that left wing position as part of the front three. I, I, think, Styles, 
I think Styles shot. was brought in as a left wing back to play with in that five at the back. <coughs> and obviously, and then obviously he seems now, out of it since, isn't he? Yeah, now we've changed. He's tried incorporating him by putting him into the midfield, um, but that doesn't work. Um, the same with Shackleton, probably. He probably played Paul Shackleton in to play as a right wing back. Um, mm. And now we've gone to a back four. Shackleton isn't good enough in the midfield. Uh, Styles isn't good enough in the midfield, and that's why they don't play. Mm. I think that's a good shout, Joe. Styles on the left, because he, from, from day yeah. one, he gets the ball, he's looking to get the opposition. And you mm. can't rely long term on Mason Bennett. I think he tracked back more than Bury. I think that's a really good shout to play Styles there. What do you think? Yeah, I'd give that a go. You must be. I don't know if you froze there. Or... I didn't hear you. Did you say, well, what do I think about that, um, Styles? Yeah. To be honest with you, I ain't seen enough of him, Dan. Yeah, I don't think enough. he's played many home games, has he? Or he might have come on a sub and things like that. Um, but I, I didn't even see him on his debut or anything like that. So I, I, the jury's out on him for me because I ain't seen enough of him, personally. Yeah. You know, I, think so, Joe's, I think Joe's cracked it there. I think Chris Brown's agreeing says Styles ahead of Bury all day long. I like that. Styles right, Honeyman left, Bradshaw middle, maybe. But they definitely both got legs, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. We, we, we just need that, 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 you know, that we could go up back to Jed, don't we? Someone that can uh, cut in, that be that bit explosive and, you know, run with the ball and make chances for our strikers and things like that. Whether Styles I think Bury like does that. that, but off the bench. 20 minutes, last 20 yeah. minutes he does it. Yeah? Last 20 minutes he does it. The thing with Bury, he looks good when he comes on as a sub because when he's up against that left back, at that time, that left back's probably fucked. So Bury's come on fresh legs. That's why he looks better then. The table's yeah. looking, although people will be listening on audio yeah. next time. Go, so even, further down, go huh? even further down, Go even further down that table and you see the in contention for the playoffs. Right? I think he's down to like, I think it's about 8th, I think it is, that anyone's like five, six point, five points off the playoffs. Yeah. For, sorry, for those listening on, on tomorrow or the next day on um, Acast, Spotify, Apple, we've actually got, the, we've currently got the league table up on the thing. I was looking, we're only five points off, off winning the league, aren't we? That's a big man, Five points off Fermi sitting in 11th Dan, place. Dan, do you know what's interesting about that, right? Go about on. that table. Look at that table, right? And look at the teams we've played away. Burnley, Sheffield United, Norwich, Blackburn, um, Swansea. Swansea. We've played all the top teams up there. And we've, lo and we've lost the QPR and Reading at home as well. Yeah, mm. okay. Well, yeah, we'll probably beat them away now, though. No, I'm saying <laughs> we, we played them. To played all, we've played all the top six already, haven't we? Yeah. We played yeah. seven of the top yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's looking favourable. Away from home now. Are all like you know, sort of near up below us, but what Sunderland and Watford, isn't it? Luton, really, yeah. But uh, looking at that though, the away games we've played, um, is is uh, it's looks look, good reading, doesn't it? Really, yeah. Christian Bastinelli, mate, thank you once again for your ongoing contributions to the channel. Uh, so, Christian. um, there's going to be two games, boys, but at least before we do this again next. And of course, we start on Wednesday night against Watford. I watched them first game of the season, right, against Sheffield United. And they look really good. 
They look really, really good. And then I saw them at West Brom and that Saar scored like that wonder goal where they missed the penalty. But then they had that Rob uh, Edwards in charge. He's got a stack. I see that. I don't know what happened the other week, but I see their fans fighting amongst themselves in the stands. And they, they had then appointed Slavin Bilic. I know people were saying, oh, look, we've got all these teams below us now, but I don't think you can write off West Brom or, no. or Watford. Let's no, start with no. Watford, boys. Um, what we think is going to happen Wednesday. Who's going? Yeah, I think Kim Who, me? Who's going Wednesday? I'm going yeah. Wednesday. We're all going Wednesday. It's going to be a tough one, I think. It ain't going to... Um... Watford's always going to be a tough team whenever they're down in this division, isn't they? You always expect them to be up there near the top. It's still early days. I do expect them to be pushing up towards top two as the season goes on. Um, but I think this could be a very pivotal game because if we can take into this game what we've sort of done last couple of games, I'm positive we can scrape a win there and that will really do wonders for the confidence of the team. And I'm going to go for a 2-1 again. I think that, um speak to my mate earlier and he said, if we sit back and let them dictate, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking lose. We've got to try and go, go for the juggler. You're nodding, yeah. Ken. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? This is the massive show of confidence for from Rowett for me. Mm. If he sticks with what he's been doing over the last three games, we go for it. Um, I think we've got a good chance of, of getting something out of the game. Um, yeah. And if we don't, we can all turn around and go, well, do you know what? We went for it at the back. We went for it. We just weren't we weren't good enough. We weren't a, the better team on the night. I've got a serious feeling that he's gonna go five at the back. Um, oh, and I don't think I don't think he I don't think he trusts his players. Um Do you said I'll, this before? You think you say that he gets to a point <laughs> and he looks like it's not going right for him and he changes <laughs> something to get results and then he changes back. You're yeah, saying you think he's gonna do that on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that the, he would do that so quickly, if that makes sense. I don't. I know that he's, we're doing well at the moment, but I do feel like he slowly, without us idiots noticing, he does slowly revert back to what he's always done. But I just think against Watford at home, he is going to think that Watford are a far better team than us and he's going to go defensive. Because mm. if you honestly look at it, when was the best time to play... Um, who were the best three teams to play with four at the back? You know, throughout the whole of the table, you'd probably say a manager this Rotherham, a manager this Middlesbrough, and a really inconsistent Bristol City. Yeah, let's go, go for it. Let's go for four at the back. But now we're playing. Now we're playing a proper outfit. Yes, yeah, so I know. We're like, well, they're, they're one place above us. They're in exactly the same points as us. Yeah. Above us on goal difference, you would expect them to be a lot higher. Of course, they've got the parachute money. Joe Turner, really well, they're yeah, pacey. They're wait, what for a very pacey team. I think, as much as we've all gone and we've got them seven points and three games, which has been brilliant, I think everyone going. Uh, <coughs> Molly said he agrees with Kenny. It's time for her to show his bollocks. It's a really good point, that Ken. I didn't think of it. Didn't figure that at all that he might go uh, five at the back. But I think, the, honestly, I think personally, right, if we get through these two games, I will. I, I and people might go. I would take two points against these two teams. I think I think that will be you know won't be a bad turnout. They, they're, two, they're two good sides. If we get four points, I think that's we're flying on off that. Pete, what yeah. do you think? What, what are you expecting us to get out of these two games? What, what do you think is acceptable? Right, the next two well, games. Personally, if we're to go forward, we've got to get, I'll say, 
at least four points out of, that, out of them two games. If we're to move yeah. forward as a team, you know, yeah. covers wise and things like that, one one, two draws, well, I don't know, it's against two top teams, all right, fair dues. But I think if we if we've got any intentions of trying to make the top six, we've got to beat get at least three points out of one of them games. I'd take one win and one loss. Three points five. Yeah, I would as well. I just I yeah. just don't want our unbeaten run to it, and that's all it is. Listen, do you remember the other other season we kept drawing, drawing? I said I'd rather win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Yeah. Well, funny you say that. Look, look at the table. Oh, hang on, that's the fixtures. We're going to take in a minute. Look at the table. Look at Blackburn. Blackburn are fifth. They've lost eight. They've won seven. Fuck me, I'll get it right in a minute. They've played fifteen. They've won eight. They've lost seven. Yeah. They've not drawn any games. Yeah. There you go. That says exactly it. There. Exactly <laughs> it. So I, I'd say, I, I'd say, maybe. You know, I'd like to beat. I'd like to beat um, West Brom, to be honest with you, because I don't like their fans, right? So I would say a, a loss against Watford for a win over West Brom. How about yeah. points out of two, rather than two draws? All right. So, so you're about the unbeaten win, but I, I do believe we are capable on our day of beating only one of them teams. Yeah. Right. Only one. I know they're on the a little bit of on yeah. on an upward curve now, but. I think, I think we're capable. Of, listen, if we beat West Brom or we beat Watford, it's not going to be a massive shock, is it? No, no. I don't think it is. But I just think I think that these two teams are going to be better than people realise. Yeah, they're like the Fulham's and the Brentford of the, the league. Like you know, last last. Mm. I'm not saying like, I won't. I won't be, I won't be over the moon with two points. Okay. I won't be over the moon. But yeah. I just think that draw against these two sides. I think two sides they'll be there or thereabouts is. Yeah. Um, Dan, I don't think I don't think Watford and um, uh, Watford and West Brom are anything like Fulham and Bournemouth were last year. No. And they ain't as good as they've previously been when they've been in this league. No, they're not. They're not they that won't. good. They're not that good. No. So um, they dropped down a level, both of them, um, as in like not just the league, but as in their performances. So um, I think they're there for the taking. The table doesn't lie. They're where they are for a reason. So, oh, West Brom have been shocking, and um, yeah, he's now gone there, and he what's his name? Fucking Bruce, and they still haven't appointed anyone. Um, right. so we haven't even discussed. We haven't this year. We haven't discussed about the talk about Rao, have we? About Willie won't he? Apparently, they're in. I've heard they're in advanced talks with. Um, I only saw it on social media. They're in advanced Schumacher, talks with the um, Plymouth manager Stephen Schumacher. But do you think should we play West Brom and then Rowett left the next day or something? I don't know. I'm just thinking they ain't appointed anyone yet. Why are they not appointed anyone? I know they probably want to get the right man. And they said, I think they don't want Rowett, but would you still be surprised if he left? I don't think it's going to happen, but... Yeah, but I, I will be now. Yeah, will be, yeah. will be, major left. Would we be Would we be disappointed if he, if he went to West Brom? <laughs> Hell no. I would, I would. Personally. Yeah, I would as well. <laughs> well look, I think, I think, regardless of his football, and uh, sometimes we don't appreciate watching it. You can't argue with the stats of his managerial time at Millwall. You can't argue with that. And I think it is a little bit. Of sometimes be careful what you wish for because, yeah. oh, it ain't always over interesting. <laughs> we're not going to go. We're not going to go down. I don't think. I hope. Yeah, well, maybe. Oh, listen, I have a different philosophy on that. I don't really care what league we're in. Um, I'll, I'll go to watch. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go to watch. I'll go to watch my football team be entertained, show aggression, good attitude, grit, determination, 
and get value for me money. Yeah, and, uh, we've had, we've had that in the last three games. But the last two games, especially, yeah, like, like Pete yeah. said, you know, back in back before we wouldn't have dug in and beat Bristol City. I think we've dominated all three of our last last three games and, and improved slowly in every game. I agree. I you just know don't know think they're unbelievable to watch. But look, we ain't Man City. We ain't. My mate said to me, oh, it's an unbelievable performance Saturday." And I said, well, "No, it wasn't an unbelievable performance. Is a six-minute Mo Salah hat trick and a seven-one thrashing." Sorry to bring it up, boys. Do you know what I mean, that's a fucking unbelievable at the level we're at with the players we got and the money we pay. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday, I thought was, was was good. You know, I thought we, I still think we could improve. Man, we, we could have easy had it four goals Saturday, easy. We had the one cleared off the off the line, didn't we? We had Figgy missing. We had two from Bradshaw, and someone else had a chance, and we had the penalty. We could have easily walked away from there, winning five one. So we, we are creating more chances all of a sudden. Sorry? We are creating more chances. Yeah, we could have won 5-1 there Saturday. Mm. Fair enough. I've been saying about what the, um, you know, these teams are shit and that team's are shit and the, the league isn't as strong. So, start with you, Ken, right? Yeah. Of all those teams in the division, name the ones that you think are actually better than us. What, with the team that we got? Yeah. Um, or how many? Odds uh, uh, three, possibly. You think there's only three teams that are better than our team, yeah? Better than the, yeah. Than the squad we've got, yeah. Burnley, Norwich City, three. Uh, yeah, Sheffield United, the top three. Yeah, maybe. I'll probably I'll go with Watford as well. Though. I think what I think Watford haven't woken up yet. Yeah, true. Um, so I, I've Sheffield United. Sheffield United isn't hasn't been much different for like the last five years, has it? Their squad. I swear, Flex still running about for them. And yeah, you're right. They, they took the same team up with them all the way, pretty much, didn't they? Yeah. They never really made like massive signings, other than that. Um, other than that striker, he's Brewster. He never really he ain't really done it for him, has he? No. And you know, we and we and we've turned Sheffield United over plenty of times. You know, over the last five years or whatever it was. Um, so I'd say yeah, Burnley have got an outstanding team. They're they're obviously going to go straight back up. Norwich City, um, and I think I think Watford, like I say, has hasn't woken up yet, but I think they're starting to right at the wrong time for us anyway. Pete, Joe, what do you think? How many teams do you think are actually better than our team? Yeah, I'd say um, one, two, three. Four. I'd say five. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at Burnley, Sheffield United, Norwich, Watford, and then one that's out of the picture, West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, of course, not everyone's fucking in there, right? I didn't think that. So I'm yeah, looking so- at them five, and so, like we've always said before in the past, if, if them, them, them team find their form, we're possibly looking at that last place. As for the others, I want you to take them all day long. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? I'd say the, I'd throw the top three in there. Norwich, uh, Sheffield United and um, who was it? Burnley. Um, I think when we played Sheffield United earlier on in the season, um, there were spells where I thought you could see they're going to be up there end of the season. Um, I'd probably chuck in Watford as well, a fourth one. And um, yeah, you say you say about West Brom, but I, I don't believe in all that. Like, just because they've got a big name players or whatever. I think they're they're where they are for a reason at, at the minute. And um 
wouldn't surprise me if they've been, been on some, silly loads. It's not picking yeah. with them at the minute, and um, they weren't great last season either, so I wouldn't say they're better than us. So I'd say well, maybe three, about... four teams. Yeah, all right. So, as so, so Kenny said, you're all pretty much saying the same number, and Kenny's not really a manager because obviously, in his eyes, we should be higher up then by yeah. that reckoning. Yeah, 100%. Uh, well, I know it's only early. We're fourteen games in. Pete's, Pete, but, well, no, but then at the same time, Pete and Joe are saying that players need time to gel. We are slowly improving, so I can see where we're aiming with yeah. that. I'm, not, I'm honestly not sure on that. When I've asked you boys a question, I'm not sure of my answer. Do you, do you know what? Do you know why why we played better? It's because of the formation change, right? That's that's point blank. Why we played better? All right, the oppositions weren't weren't that great, but you can only beat what's in front of you. We've now got an extra man in the midfield, right? We've now got, from that midfield, we've now got an extra man that pushes forward. So naturally, like, because we've got the players to do it, we've found the last three games, we're pressing harder and teams are dropping back on, on us, which is what we've done for the last 10 games or whatever it was. But now they're having a sit back against us and we're pushing forward because we have better players. That's my that's my argument. and But we should have been doing this a season and a half ago, you know, but now because Rowett's done it, now all the fucking Rowett in blokes are fucking coming in, giving us grief again because we've got some fucking results. Like, the Rowett effect. So, to, yeah. back your, to back your argument, Ken, you said he should have been doing this a year and a half ago. Two years, maybe. Well, to back your argument, the team isn't that much different, is it? Because as we said, six of the eight new signings didn't <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's only, only really long, who is, you know, even Bart, you know, we've had that discussion. Um, McNamara, Hutchinson, Cooper, uh, Murray Wallace, yeah. Saville, Mitchell, yeah. It's only Fleming, really. There's different Bradshaw up front. Yeah, look, Rowett will, Rowett will go before his three years is, is up, right? And we'll his still have roughly... Yeah, no, like his new free or his new contract, wherever it is, right? So... Now, and we'll get another manager in, we'll have the same players that we've got now, and you will see a completely different team, and you'll see completely different performances, and I can, you can all put your hands up, all in the comments, and go, I made a mistake with that one, right? I'll be and Kenny, you was right. <laughs> I just don't got to laugh. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I, always know, I always know when Kieran O'Connor's made a comment, because I see Pete do this. <laughs> it's usually when I'm talking as well. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, right, let's talk about West Bromwich. We was on the subject a minute ago. A certain Jeb Wallace returns, comes back to town. Did anyone see that? Oh, you see the tweet I put on the group? No. Yeah, that was brilliant. Someone said like Jeb Wallace has got to be expecting shit, and someone said something like some geezer went, yeah. I'm going to give the um, fuck him. I'm going to give him dogs abuse for 90 minutes. Surely he wouldn't expect anything else. Ask him and tag tag Jeb Wallace and Jeb Wallace. Yeah, went, yeah. yeah. To be fair, so I'm expecting him. maybe a little clap at, at the end if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair play to him. Right, listen, I will. I'll give him shit for 90 minutes, but I will give him a round of applause at the end for his service to the club. I think it's only fair. Yeah. But it's only right to give him shit for 90 minutes, and exactly. obviously, and he has realised not to expect anything else. How do you think it'll go with him Saturday? Joe? I think he's got. To ex- I think he's got to expect that. Yeah. Um, 
I, th I think it would be small spurts, actually. I, th I think the majority of the people, um, it will get a good reception. But um, mm. it would be good to, to get on his back a little bit. Um, I probably will. It's all, uh, it's all part and parcel of it, isn't it? But I honestly think yeah. the majority will give him a good reset. I don't think he'll get that much uh, stick, in all honesty. I think we all listen. We all knew he was going to leave, and we all knew he weren't going to Premiership, didn't we? He was ne he's never a Premiership player, so we always knew he was going to go sort of in Championship, like a Norwich or a West Brom or a Burnley, like that. So, listen, he give us good Burnley. service. He give us brilliant service. He was what? Six years at us, was he? Five, six years, son. Five, six uh -huh. years. Been a brilliant servant to the club. And, you know, it's coming to, you know, the end of his couple of contracts he's going to get. And I don't blame him for moving on. And uh, I I'll, won't I'll, I'll be booing him, but that's for sure. I I, honestly, I, you know, I feel half gutted for him that he's gone to West Brom. I, I did say that at the time. All right, fair enough, move on. But fuck, at least take your chance, go and sit on Forest Bench or something. Do you know what I mean? He's ended yeah. up worse off. <laughs> yeah, it's but not I, like he's taken a major but... step up. Well, he has yeah. probably wages wise, isn't he? Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. It's really about um, like it's, it's more about money, isn't it? As well, like uh, uh, I don't know about a challenge. West Brom ain't much of a challenge, is it? So I don't know. I think, what, you, meant, what, I think you meant challenge to fucking get all the money in his pocket. Is what <laughs> <you> meant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether he doubled his wages or not. You know what? From what Mill, I don't know what Mill offered him. What, yeah, would him? what would what would we have offered him? What fifteen grand a week? He, he wanted nearer twenty, and we wouldn't get there. This is what I've heard from someone's right. fucking auntie's parrot. And he probably and eventually when we did offer it to him, they said he, he said it's too late. He said I've done the deal with West Brom for fucking double. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what someone told me. You don't know. Charlie said he sponsored him for three years. He's a top bloke and was a major part of getting where he is now. Charlie, yeah. I've never seen him so yeah. emotional. It's gonna be hard for you. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, gonna be I'm taking a pair of binoculars on Saturday to look across at Charlie. Because you usually got foam coming out your mouth and everyone, everyone, you ate everyone. You're like Kenny, you ate everyone on our team, everyone on the other team as well, and the manager. <laughs> um, you got, <laughs> Charlie's going to be booing but crying at the same time. Look, you've got to, we got to give it to him just for the sake of trying to get in under their skin and get a result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, 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 if the unthinkable happens, 90th minute, free kick, Jeb sticks one of the Stanch, do you reckon he's celebrating? No way. No, no, no. Way. no. no way is he celebrating. But also, you got uh, Swift to be taking a free kick, so we're all right. Yeah. I've been on the a lot. Let Carl and Grant can't hit a fucking barn door. And I've been saying it. You know he's going to fucking turn up and score now. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's always the way against us, isn't it? It'll be like, you always hear, oh, so-and-so ain't scored in 10 games. Oh, upset me or all bang. There you go. Have that. You wait till we play Bolton in the FA Cup and Bob Barson's. Electric. It will seem weird, wouldn't it? It will seem. I'm trying to think from recent years. I'm trying to think of returning players that have been big players for us and got, you know, half a de an half decent reception. Tim Kale. Did he ever come back though with Everton? He did. Yeah, in the FA Cup. Season after. Yeah, in the FA Cup. Literally the season after. Yeah. Nil, nil. Anyone uh, else in more recent years? Um, I can't think of any. I'm sure there has been. Well, you can only look at Steve Morris. Several when he was at Middlesbrough. Um, 
Most of the players we sell ended up in League One or League Two, so they never get. But I mean, I mean, players that have come back as a player for another team that's been a really yeah, big player for us. Savile when he went to Middles when he was last at Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, but he, he wasn't no Jeb Wallace, was he? No, I, I think, I think he, he was good. I think after people that will boo Jed Wallace on Saturday will be the will be the people that don't appreciate what he's done for our football club. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Mm. Here we go. Sean, we, Sean Williams, Lee Gregory, of course, came back with Stoke, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. As much as I love both of those players, this is bigger, isn't it? I don't know, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah. it's giving me a little bit of, I don't know, like a good feeling, but a bit of anxiety. Like, did, the, did Teddy Sheringham ever come back to our club? No, I remember us playing West Ham away in the, in the oh, cup and he got talked to this. In a friendly? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Woods, any... someone said Woods. Marks and Pete, how about that one? Who, the Ginger Ninja? Yeah, Charlie Richards. No, Morrison, when he played for Leeds. Can he play for Leeds against Leeds. us? I can't remember yeah. that one. Possible. Someone's put Abdul Kareem, I don't even know. <laughs> He's a fucking basketball player when he in the eighties. Um, yeah, Lee Gregory's probably the nearest thing I can think of. Sean Williams got a really good reception, but as good as they both were, I think Jed is like. Oh yeah, Romeo. Jed oh, was the uh, Romeo, but I think yeah, but I mean not the players that were out and out. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, look, yeah. You'll look back and go, they were one of the best players. You got to probably say, would you say Jed's one of the yeah best yeah. players we've ever had, or most well-known players we've ever had? Yeah, yeah. got to give most it to him. Yeah, most effective. I think that I think that Jed has has um, been a steady positive pretty much throughout all his time at Millwall. We always expected that if there was to be a moment of magic, it would be Jed. He was our go-to guy in every situation. Um, and, you and knew what you were getting. Yeah, he scored a lot of important goals. To be honest, um, so yeah. Listen, I, I, obviously, I don't want to see him do it against us, but I've got I've got I have no problems with Jed. And I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we did a thing last time on a podcast, and I hate everyone. We did a thing on a podcast last time out, and I meant to get the stats up, and I haven't got it out. But remember, we looked at the fixtures, and we all said, how many points are we going to get from those? Oh, biscuit, was it? Yeah. Can anyone remember how many they got? Huh? That was unfair, because then he changed the four at the back, and he's, he's fucked us up. He's done it on purpose. All right. Do you want to play again then? No, not really. <laughs> Three, six, nine, twelve. 15. So our next five fixtures. Our next five fixtures are. Uh, sorry, well, sorry, I'm going to come off that. You know, you just went three, six, nine. So, so I just saw. I'm going to tell you because I just I told someone said so it's really saying not that funny, but it's really tickled me. And um, he said Gary Rowett um, reveals so his news at Den. He said Gary Rowett, Gary Rowett reveals the process he goes through to. Select his starting eleven, and somebody it was on Twitter, and someone put in the comments. I know the answer: one potato, two potato, three potato, four, five potato, six potato, seven potato. Bradshaw, <laughs> <laughs> and it really, really made me laugh. Oh, uh, sorry about that. It's nothing to do with anything, but yeah, there you go. Uh, so the next five games: Watford at home, West Brom at home, Huddersfield away. <laughs> Birmingham away and Hull City at home. So three home games and two away. Not maybe the we have a bit of joy up there usually at Birmingham, don't we? We'll get some sort of result. Huddersfield last year has scarred me for life. I'm never going to go there again. 
Um, I'm actually out of action anyway. My operation is two days after the Huddersfield game, and I'm going to be out of action till Christmas. So, yeah, maybe I'll go Huddersfield. I don't know. What are you thinking, boys? Pete, how many points do you think from the next five games? Right. Um, one. Loss. Uh, one. Draw two. Nine. Nine points. I was thinking nine. Do you know why? Go on. Well, just on average, Tron win three home games. But ain't gonna, yeah, go on. What, Joe, what are you thinking? I'm going to go eight. I think we'll get two wins, two draws and a loss. So eight. Yeah, that's eight, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's yeah. saying about the same. Ken, what do you think? Right, right, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going super positive. Right, so I'm going to go for 11. Oh, you know, you've changed. Kenny, Kenny, what have you been drinking, mate? <laughs> you, you, hang on, you can't say you want the manager out and then what? say we're going to get 11 points from 15. Yeah, but... What's in that vape? That's what I want to know. Right, I'm going, listen, I'm going on the basis that he don't change it back. Right, I'm, go, I'm going on that basis that he don't change it back. Right? Because he's obviously starting to take advice from Ryan's TV because he ain't got a fucking himself, so... <laughs> But I do think I do think that we'll lose against Watford. Um, I think that we'll beat. Um, can we get that back up, then? Because I've, I've got. Yeah, I think we'll beat West Brom. Yeah. I think we'll beat Huddersfield. And then what's that? Six. That six. Yeah, three six. I think that we'll beat Hull as well. But out, where have I gone wrong here? Birmingham. Birmingham. You you that's nine points. So you've missed the Birmingham game. That's nine points. Right, you've so lose You're three. saying lose to Watford, beat West Brom, that's three. Beat Huddersfield, that's six. Beat Hull, that's nine. You can't get 11 unless you get two points for the Birmingham game. <laughs> yes, sorry. So I'm going 10. Sorry. So um, I think we'll draw again. I think we'll lose against Watford. We'll beat, we'll beat West Brom. We'll beat Huddersfield. We'll get a draw at Birmingham and we'll beat Hull. Yeah, I'm saying we're going to beat Hull, draw at Birmingham, draw at Huddersfield. I'm not sure about the other two, to be honest. <laughs> I'll have to save that for tomorrow's pre-match prediction, then I nice, nicely uh, plugged. But yeah, the preview will be out tomorrow. You boys are going to send in some score predictions, yeah? Of course. Yeah. 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 We'll, get that, yeah. we'll get both of them out at five o'clock tomorrow. Um, any other business to attend? Um, Anyone want anything to say? No, I just hope that the crowd um, turn up on Wednesday night, uh, as in vocal vocal wise, and Saturday. Well, you because know that's not going to happen. They've been quite. They'll be, be there Saturday, but I think Wednesday's. Uh, eight, is, is it? Are we, sorry, I missed this out. Are we main game on Sky on Wednesday. Yeah, we yeah. are. And, uh, and also, I want to touch on the crowd that we had the last home game, fifteen thousand. All them, all them Americans that come over, wasn't it? There was people from everywhere, wasn't there? There were Dutch, there were groups of Germans, there was I don't know. That was just a yeah. that was just that just... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fucking hell. I made a joke, no one laughed, I'd shit myself. I, 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 I heard it, I thought fucking hell. Jesus I was like Amara's gonna have to have a chat with you about this. We'll do it next week, guys. I was like Hey, you know, now fucking hell, someone don't dig me out the hole and get a joke saved me. Thanks, Joe. You're a star pupil, but yeah, no, apparently, was it my mate said, Why was there so many like um people? He said, I couldn't get, and I said, well, In front of me, where I sit, there was like all that like, like fucking um 
Not hillbillies, what Vikings. are they called? Rednecks. Vikings. Like red, yeah, like truckers with big beards yeah, and that. And they're just going, oh, man, I'll take your photos. It's because the NFL was on, apparently, the next day. The Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Green Bay yeah. Packers. What, what yeah. was that little impression you said? Ooh, back, get in the man. hole, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't think um, I, I think the crowd will be down Wednesday night. I think the crowd will be the, down. The geezer said to me, "Where did he get that from? The fifty-yard line?" <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, so I think the crowd. I think, like I say, against the the um, Middlesbrough game and the Blackpool game. I think the crowd were very muted because I think, truthfully, everyone wanted us to, a lot of people wanted to lose them games for Rowett to go, I think. And that was that's not good. For me, that's good. You've got to back the team, come what may. And I just think, like I say, the goals were, were, were muted, the celebration. So, um, where other times when we score, we always got a bit crazy and things like that. Um, I know we did at um, Bristol City away um, with the boys there, but is we need the crowd. The crowd needs to be with the players now. We need to be at one if we're going to push forward. If we're going to push forward, and, um, and that's what we Same. need. I think Friday Saturday could be a great atmosphere, but I'm worried that the numbers won't be there. Um, if we listen, if we win, if we win uh, Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday night, I'm going to put another couple of thousand on the gate for Saturday. Without I'm Saturday. expecting Saturday to be near on a sellout anyway. If I'm honest. No, when you look at when you get in the pubs, you know, didn't you really, when the crowd's going to be like good or bad? Because when you get in the pub and it's packed, you know it's going to was a big crowd day. If it's half empty, you're not expecting a big crowd, isn't it? Mm. You know. But um, no, other than that, I just want to uh, the crowd to pack the boys Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah, this fucking hope so. We're just sorting out the old, oh, the old tripod. <laughs> not your eye out. Yeah, it was looking at me all funny, so I thought I'd pack it away. <laughs> all right, boys. That's, yeah, that's it then. Um, okay, mate. We're on to um, on to Wednesday and then Saturday. Two big home games. I'd be happy. Yeah, I would be happy with one win and one loss, I suppose. But I'd just rather not lose yeah. either game. I'd rather not. Look, if you, I'd rather draw both and sacrifice a point and keep the unbeaten run going. As long as they're not boring. I'd get that in a way, yeah. As long as they're not boring nil nils, I'd rather do that. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I think we'll set up to not lose on, on Wednesday. I think that's what we'll do. We'll set up not to lose. And then, I, and then I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he might, you know, say we get a one-all draw, it's a nil-nil draw, uh, and he has gone five at the back. I just hope to God that he don't use that as an excuse then when we come to West Brom on the Saturday to then do it again. You know what I mean? So you've played five at the back because Watford are a dangerous side. But now we're at home on a Saturday, full house. We go back to four at the back and we fucking give it to them. That's it's what I really, It's a really interesting point you've brought up there because I never thought we even considered that. So thanks. I'm going to nick that in my preview and take the credit. Um, <laughs> I've, done that, I've done that before with your, with your stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, also, Dan, when, to the, um, when does the, 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 the season stop? For the so World we Cup? Got Watford tomorrow, West Brom Saturday. We've got Huddersfield away the following Saturday, Birmingham away the following Tuesday, Hull at home. And then we've got, after Hull at home, I think we've got um, Preston away. Yeah. 
And then that's it. And then I, I can't work out. We're playing Luton on a Sunday. That's the day of the World Cup final. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, mate. England might be in that. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that, mate. And also, if we, when we play Sunderland away, that's now a, that is now a um, Saturday, the third December, twelve o'clock kickoff. Birthday weekend, birthday weekend, Dad. Weekend trip to Newcastle. But if England, I think if England win the group, I think that kicks off about three hours after our game with Sunderland finishes. Can't imagine that little weekend in Newcastle for that. I'll be out of action, boys. Double get. I'm getting a cut, and I two weeks. First of November, my operation is. Were you having a snip? Having a snip. I don't even have that. I don't use the fucking thing. Double hernia surgery. I'm gonna be. I won't be able to like drive or walk oh, for no. about a month. Yeah. Jesus Christ, mate. So there you go. You know, it's not get the violins out for me. Let's hope we uh, get a few down at Dems Wednesday. But I can't see it to be honest with you. I hope I'm wrong. I think if if we win Wednesday, I think that that's a massive. Oh, be, it will be. Really it will be a big. That really will be a big win. That will do wonders. It'll be, fucking, it'll be announced. It'll be announced promotion again, will it? If we, if we, win, if we win that Mer. game, right? Announced promotion. Everyone will be biting at the jumping at the bit to get in that team. Do you remember last year when we went on that unbeaten when all our players were injured and we went on that long unbeaten run, didn't we? It's, it's always about this time, isn't it? We usually kick in about November, December, and go on a. Yeah, yeah, but like, what a what a way we do come. Come December, when we're in touching distance, or January, the transfer window, we we never do nothing. We never do nothing. And when you see last year, when other teams were up, every there, other team around us pushed they on. They invested that month. That month, they all invested heavily, and it, it paid dividends for them, didn't it? You know what I mean? So that's what, if we we're in touching distance come Christmas, we have to invest. I'll make yeah. a personal message online, CV to John Belton. I thought you say you're going to get your wallet out. I was going to say, fucking yeah, hell. You've done that before, deep. actually. Definitely get someone right. decent here. Yeah, 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 Mr. Yeah. Belson. I have, yeah. Mr. Belson, please, please, please. This is the time. We've been here so many times before, and we sort of let it go at the last bit. Someone yeah. just put Jeffrey Dahmer in the comments. I think I've, I've been referring to my glasses, I think. <laughs> anyway, yeah, all right. You laugh at that. Didn't fucking laugh at my joke, though. Anyway, are we winning Wednesday in a word? Kenny, yes or no? No, I don't think so. I'd love to, but no. That wasn't a word. Sorry, that was... Right, no, Kenny, Wednesday, no. win, lose or draw? Lose. Joe, win, lose or draw Wednesday? Head says no, heart says yes. Win 2-1. Pete, no, win, lose, lose, win, lose, win, lose or draw? Win, lose. <laughs> I'm going to go yes, win. <laughs> Pete? 3-1 defeat, I reckon. 3-1 defeat. Oh, fucking hell. I'll go for a draw and I'll absolutely take that right... Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you haven't already, um, then um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's just say that again. Please subscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.